My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always... It's Ben Vanell here, Tommy. And uh, to start this episode, why don't we have a little taste... Of something I brought. <laughs> oh yeah, Ben said my name's Adam, and then I was like, "Why did you say that?" <laughs> my name's Adam, and Ben said before this, he said, "I've got a prop for this episode." Yeah, and he came in without yeah. a bag, so yeah. it's like, "Well, what is this prop, and where, where is, is it stashed?" <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, he's bent a, over now. Yeah, it's a wristwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hungry for Super Mario gummies? Oh, oh look at that—the yeah. little Mario faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, where are these from? They're from an uh, online store called uh, Sugoi Mart. It's a Japanese, I guess, Sugoi? retailer. Sugoi? I think Sugoi means cute. Really? Uh. Yeah. Not kawaii? What does kawaii mean? Maybe Sugoi means good. I'm going to look it up. You, good yeah, Mart. Okay. You teased this to me the other day because you, you sent me a... Yes. like a. a it's like a little mini Lego uh, 7-Eleven yes, set. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, I was interested in this because I, and I think you're, you're in the same position as me, constantly getting sponsored ads for yep. fucking Sugoi Mart. Yes. They've, yeah. they've, they've got our number 100%. <laughs> yes. Well, I can tell you what it means. Uh, Susan Goy is a hairdressing lecturer <laughs> from, <laughs> uh, at South Metropolitan TAFE. Right, yeah. so this, this store sells things that you could... Um, Sort of have a bit of a chat about with the hairdresser yeah, when they're like busy yeah. day today, or yeah. you know, just off work, or <laughs> you can go. Oh, I'm actually got some uh, Super Mario gummies yeah. in my pocket. They're like, please leave immediately. Yeah. <laughs> you were right about Kawaii. Kawaii is cute. Sugoi is like wow. It's a oh. word that's typically used when you're left or struck out of excitement or feel overwhelmed. So it's like Walmart. Yeah, wow. cool. Okay, right. Walmart so, is also a good name. Fantastic name. Yeah. So okay, here's my impression of um, uh, Japanese Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this as an impression, or do you just want to describe what the idea is and, le- yeah, and leave the yeah. impression to other people's mind? Oh. Sugoi. <laughs> Sugoi. 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 Yeah. That's good. That's I'm, glad, good. I'm glad we all went okay. in. Do you want to hear my impression of regular Owen Wilson but doing a Japanese accent? <laughs> Sugoi <laughs> Mark gave you the Okay cool Can I break it open? These, yeah yeah Are these it. the ones that do like the dessert boxes I've seen Let's not talk about them too much In yeah. case someone's listening And they want to give us a sponsorship yeah, To actually yeah, yep, talk yep. about yep. them mm, mm. So I refuse to say the name of any more brands Okay So it's got your standard little uh, Little perforated edge Yes With them the little Ziploc thing underneath Yeah 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 so Tommy nice. taking a huge uh, uh, bit of uh, It's very bold 
for you to open no, Ben's no, he packet. Asked, he asked did he before, ask? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to delete that part he from the recording <laughs> so that everyone thinks he just before. did it. But Ben, yeah. you go first. Okay, excellent. Should I tip just? I'll tip yeah, one tip out some on the table. Oh, oh, they kind of look like those Starburst gummies they used to do. Sure, um, they, look, they look like squarish gummies. Yeah, we've got a star here. Yep. And some other... Oh, that's Mario's face. Yeah, yep. I've got a little blue Mario's face. Little Mario's face, and then here's a little squ- question, question oh, mark block. Oh, sure. Bit of shame to have that the in the mix. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah, let's get them, let's get this them is all the, out. This is the table where I keep my arsenic, so it's safe. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, right. So... Uh, they, they're all either Half of them are blue And half of them are brown I'm guessing yeah. maybe like a co- That's a cola flavour I hope so You could do a great Gender reveal with <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario gummies Yeah you know the two genders Blue and yeah. brown Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright all I'm right. going in Yeah Oh sorry for about the noise To every one of us chewing Chew off mic Oh What do you think that blue is? Oh it's not great <laughs> What flavour would you call that? Like like a vegetable. It yeah. doesn't taste great. A vegetable. Uh, I do think brown is cola. The style is very nice. I'm going to have a cola one. Yeah, have a and cola. then that'll be it. Sorry for eating on Mike. Yeah, I'm going to have a, a very, blue one. It's the gummies that are really, they've got a lot of resistance to them. Yeah. You know, your first couple of bites, you're not really doing much damage mm. to it. It almost, the blue almost tastes like a sweet, non minty version of spearmint. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It, there's the, it's, it's not to my tastes. The cola's much better. Yeah. Fuck off the blue. And just have it all be cola. My it's reaction not- to, to that was not Sagoi. Wow. Mm, wow. It wasn't even kawaii. No. It was <laughs> Japanese for yuck. Yo yeah. play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the blue tastes uh, gross. It doesn't taste like everything else that's blue. No. A delightful, um, yeah, non-specific flavour that we all like. Mm. Blue Heaven milkshakes being a key. Oh, yes. And hey, the, if we were top of the pyramid for blue flavored things. If we were able to read Japanese, we'd be able to just look at the packet and yeah. work out exactly what flavor it is that they're going for. Mm. That's what I'm doing by staring at this packet that is written in Japanese, <laughs> oh, hoping to find like, some secret code. You think the Japanese language is magic eye? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I squint hard enough, I'll be able to see. Uh, okay, well, yeah, there you go. If well, you hey, maybe if we have any Japanese listeners, maybe they can let us know what the fuck this company's going for with this blue flavor. Mm, it's really weird. It, uh, I am not into it, but if you want to try these Japanese lollies, mm. you can look them up. Mm-hmm. What did these cost, may I ask? Uh, no idea. Not okay. much. Five bucks or something. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, well, I'm going to go- download the Google Translate app because it has a camera function where oh, if you hold it over, yes. Okay. Uh, yes. you can find out it'll translate. Um, so <laughs> let's wait for me to download it. <laughs> Got a new phone in the last couple of months, so I uh, don't have all my apps. This is one of the rare times we were just saying before we started recording where we've <laughs> we- all played the same games. Yeah. Yep. We've got a lot to talk about this episode. So much need to pad. But you yeah. know what? Fuck off, content. Hey, well, while Super you- Mario's in town <laughs> yeah. and he's gummed up. Well, hey, while you're downloading that. While okay, you're downloading that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so far it's saying the blue is 5021. Yep. Can't be right. Uh, B13. Uh-oh. This doesn't work at all. The blue is, I, I assume, the flavour. I'm going to do the, the more stable version where you take a photo and it scans it. Mm-hmm. Okay. God, I'm excited oh, to find out what this flavour is. I didn't yeah. set it up properly. It's looking for, um, <laughs> it's looking for English language at stuff. What point, so, Japanese. At, at what point do you bail out of this idea or are you too proud <laughs> and you're going to see it through till the bitter end? Well, judging by the hat I saw you wearing on the weekend, you're a proud boy. <laughs> so, 
Okay, so there's a 60 meg download file for the Japanese language. Okay. Wow, you wow. can sum up all of the Japanese language in 60 megabytes. Yeah. Oh, that's it's download completed. That's very fast. Whoa. All right, here we go. Is Are that, you on my Wi-Fi? That's that 5G. No, I'm on, I'm on 5G. I guess. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, looking for Japanese text. I didn't find... Here we go. I just want that one. This is the worst podcast we've done yet. <laughs> yeah, this is this is excruciating. Yeah. Well, how about look? I, I'll just set up what we're going to do next while you're doing. Nah, this, while let's you're doing sit that. In it. So, speaking of trying to translate things that Nintendo have sent to you, yeah, there was an interesting bit of news during the week. Now, uh, gamers who had a Nintendo sixty four back in the day may remember the classic. Um, Even if banjo. you weren't a gamer, but you had one. You might remember this if you were a parent or a... Oh, yeah, you might have heard your kid talking about it. Yep, you if might have just seen an ad. If you're 80 now yeah. and listening to this podcast, you had a 15-year-old back in 1998. If you've never been into technology, so you didn't get into video games, but you're so bad at technology that you keep accidentally downloading this podcast yes. every week yeah. and <laughs> listening to it, furious that you can't figure out how to use your computer better. Exactly, yeah. And 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 speaking of not knowing how to use computers, we're just... <laughs> it's so funny watching Ben... <laughs> Point his camera at this packet of candy and Some then shake his head. <laughs> I made an item. Is gummy like it's it's tra- five utilities in all. What it's like five, five shapes, flavors, I guess. five shapes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's just not uh, translating the blue part, which is uh, the only part we're interested in. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone's interested anymore. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah, because people listening can't see the lollies. They haven't tasted the lollies, so they don't care. And I would say that there's, of the three people in the room that have tasted the lollies, they have a vested interest in finding out, two of them have dropped off and are no longer interested, <laughs> yeah. no, well, no longer care. Because it translated this little bubble and says, Mario Gummy, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take a photo of yeah, that? And that's going to be the cover for the, fo- for the episode. <laughs> now it says it became. I guess it's saying Mario transformed into gummies. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It can't there it is. Make the get it. Quick, get it. That was like Pokemon Go. (laughs) (laughs) Really fucking boring. (laughs) (laughs) Something only a simple mind could possibly enjoy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Nintendo sent a letter. Yeah, back in the day, uh, yeah, Banjo-Kazooie, there were bits that were hidden in it and the big thing that Rare put out was that when the sequel came out, Mm -hmm. it would have a, uh, a thing that they were calling Stop and Swap where you would be able to take one cartridge out and it would save a little bit of like memory in the Nintendo 64 for a few seconds and then you would quickly Jam hot swap the other, the car- other cartridge in and yeah. then that would unlock stuff in the um, in the uh, original game. I think it even said it in Banjo-Kazooie, like the end- ending credits. There was yes. like a post-credits thing where Mumbo was like, hey, really? next game you'll be able to... Uh, do the stop and swap So thing. Nintendo straight up lied to gamers. <laughs> <laughs> they were the yeah. originals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck. Bottles the mole had death threats sent to his little <laughs> fucking hole that he lives in. Yeah. For oh. deceiving gamers everywhere. Um, but yeah, it uh, it never it never really eventuated. Mm. And uh, something has come out during the week where a, an old Rare employee has shared an email that they got from, or I guess just a letter, just a straight up letter. Not an email. A fax. This is oh. pre-email. Yeah, it's pre-mail. Yeah. Well, no, there, there was email. But this is uh, just a regular letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, someone from Nintendo has sent to Rare. To Chris about, Stamper, who yes. was the head of Rare at the time. Right. It doesn't say who it's from. Uh, it's Yeah, it's from the Director of Technical Support. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, their name is cut off down the bottom. Uh, okay. But it was sent October 1st, 1999, 6.29 p.m. Is Oof, the, the stamp okay. date on the, okay. on the fax. Oh, no. 
Yeah, 629. I'm guessing that's time difference. That's Rare's yes. in the UK. Mm. Yep, yep. Nintendo of America is in uh, a different country. I'm not sure no, where. Washington. No. Huh? That's not a country. But a place should be. <laughs> Separate them all or whatever everyone's on about. Um, yeah, Chris Stamper, Rare Limited. It reads, Dear Chris, colon. Not a comma. Oh. As is standard. Mm. There's a colon there. Mm-hmm. That's m- a different time. More formal. Right? I think it's more direct. I yeah, th- the, the yeah. tone of this letter is very much, I am telling you. Sure. <laughs> this is also like back in the day where you can assume that like without the internet and stuff, you could you could be as illiterate as you want and just, you know, presume that people in the UK are going, oh, I guess that's just how they write things over there. Yeah. Mm. They, they don't know any better. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they didn't deliberately not use you in the word colour. They just all couldn't spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dear Chris, I am writing you regarding the stop and swap in Donkey Kong 64. Now, that's a weird part of it because it was originally going to be Banjo-Tooie that had the stop and swap. Right. I think the was plan was this would work and people would love it and it would be... Because also, yeah, we were saying before the, we started recording, this kind of technology is pretty... You be, it's pretty common to have like a sequel comes out and if you have mm. saved data from the original on the console, you yeah. unlock a free little item at the beginning of well, the game. Mass or... Effect was a huge one. Like all your yeah. like story choices carried yeah. over That's from what save to save. The one I remember it being big in yeah. first. There yeah. was probably something that did it earlier, mm. I guess. But Mass Effect, that was the big touted thing. Yeah. And it made sense because you had hard drives by then. Yes. It all, you know, worked. So and I think Metal Gear Solid, Metal was, Gear Solid would be uh, like Psycho Mantis when you fought that boss would be like, you've been playing Castlevania, you right. cunt. <laughs> and if you had it on your memory card. So this sort of stuff it's, could happen. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while since there's been a really cool implementation of it. Like it's basically, uh, you know, you get a, you, you get a bonus hat. Mm-hmm. At yeah. the start of the, it's just some like very mild cosmetic bullshit. But you can understand them back in the day feeling like if they get it to work with one game. I think I read something last night that was saying that their plan was they were going to have it in basically everything. I think right. from then on they were going to have some version of uh, yeah being able to take out one and and unlock a bonus. So you know like yeah if they get it to work, why mm. wouldn't you just suddenly implement it in everything? Yeah. It's very pie in the sky considering a that there was a memory card that you could get for the Nintendo 64 that they could have used. Right. Yeah. And then B, considering the entire contents of this letter. <laughs> because so they say Can, can you read it as Owen Wilson from this point on? Uh while we think it's Sugoi, <laughs> uh, while we respect, I can't. <laughs> the answer yes. is no. <laughs> yep, yep. While, while we respect the creativity of this feature, after testing and like this is like what you'd say to a kid who's drawn really all is. over the walls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The drafting that must have happened on this letter. <laughs> yes. Now look, open with a softball, kind of mm. hype them up a little mm. bit. Throw yeah. in a colon though. To yeah. really <laughs> put them on the back foot. Uh, while we respect the creativity of this feature, after testing and discussing this feature with R and D three and UG Plant. So the Nintendo internal development teams. Mm -hmm. We must ask that you remove this feature from Donkey Kong 64. Nintendo has a number of issues with the way in which this feature has been implemented. And then there's three dot points. Number one, there is no way that we can guarantee that the RD RAM will retain data long enough in all current and future versions of the Nintendo 64 console for this feature to work. Yeah, so point number one, it doesn't work. work. Or it probably won't work. Why are there two more dot points after (laughs) that? Yeah, you have to be Indiana Jones to swap these out fast enough. It's not going to happen. Number two, there is also a risk of damage to both the console and the game pack should the swap be made while power is still on. So number two... 
it really fucking doesn't work, yeah. dude. Mm, and mm. it not only just doesn't work, it, it will break shit. Yeah, yeah. Here is one of the reasons why. Presu- like, we never had one growing up, but presumably ink for fax machines, not cheap. So you're watching this come through live <laughs> yeah. at Rare at 6.30 yeah. in the evening, just being like, yeah, yeah, we fucking get it. What? <laughs> this thing's still going. This is like another $20 worth of ink. A third point? <laughs> Number three. However unlikely, there is a chance that a consumer who has exchanged game packs with the power on will experience a latch up condition in a chip which could cause overheating and potential consumer safety problem. So it could blow up and kill the consumer as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. You have designed a bomb. Yes. <laughs> in spite of the fact that these bonuses are not necessary to complete either game, we feel that it must work reliably on all N64 consoles. Given the limited time remaining in the schedule, we cannot thoroughly examine all the potential conflicts and solutions. Yeah. Fair? Yeah, very yeah. We've fair. already found three, all of which mean it won't work. And we and then, can't Yeah. This bit's very nice. Uh, we would like to suggest that you find an alternative method of achieving the bonuses in both Banjo and Donkey Kong. Like going and fucking yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it would be possible to re- reveal a passcode in DK64, which could be used to open the locked areas in Banjo. Correspondingly, subsequent mm. visits to the game pack in at DK64 could produce the ice key by asking blah, blah, blah. He basically says, like, there's people who have done similar shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are other ways to unlock content. Use a cheat, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I have to say, though... I kind of am with Rare on this. If that had have been the solution, yeah, just go and enter a passcode. Right. Nowhere near as cool. Well, of course. I would rather it not be in there than just like, oh, yeah, write down these 26 digits and then go. It's like... Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. You've proved that you've got the other game and you can go and unlock it. It's not, well, like, it's yeah, not the same thing. Getting a, a flight and the, the plane landing safely is is okay. It's not very exciting. Skydiving uh-huh. is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> but if skydiving, if every time you went skydiving, the parachute like didn't work most of the time, yeah. you probably don't they, go skydiving. They did this password thing in those Zelda games for the Game Boy Color. Oracle right. of seasons right. and ages. Well, I remember reading about it at the time and assuming that it was going to be that the Banjo Tui cartridge was going to have a little kind of um, slot in the top of it, similar to Sonic right. and Knuckles, where yeah. then you could plug the old Sonic games into the top of it mm. and play as Knuckles in Sonic One. See, that was really cool because you were. And if that had have just been like, yeah, put this passcode in it, like right. no, nowhere near as exciting. Like, yeah. yeah, jamming another cartridge in and then being like, oh wow, we've like hacked the original mm. game. This mm. is so cool. Well, those action replay cartridges had mm. that thing. Right. There was a Micro Machines cartridge for this uh, Mega Drive that had two extra controller ports in it. Oh, that was yeah, fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, after you've had a chance to confer with the team, please, please let us know how you resolve this issue and what, if any, impact it may have on the schedule. Lastly, should you wish to implement other such unique features in the future, please contact me directly <laughs> so that we can completely research the ramifications when we have time in the schedule to allow us to be more flexible. God, they sound frustrated there. It's, yeah. yeah, I had never You've thrown really... this at us at the end of <laughs> the fucking <laughs> development process. I had never really thought of this side of it, but like... Mm. You know, you just think like, yeah, Ray had this cool idea and then they they couldn't get it to work right. somehow. But it's like, ultimately, it's Nintendo that have to wear all of this if it goes wrong. It's a Donkey like, Kong game too, so yeah. it's like their thing. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. their IP, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sincerely, no signature, director of technical support. Because, mm. yeah, I had, heard, I had heard the story that they, I think maybe you told me this, Adam, that they, that, yeah, that there was going to be a re-released uh, model of the Nintendo 64 that processed things in a slightly different right. way, and it and and the time that the data would stay 
in the console already they were like that's going to be different for this new round of models that we're doing so right. we can't guarantee it was something along those lines there definitely are like different slightly different models of 64 that they released mm. over time yeah. as the same with every console where they change a bit yeah. even without yeah. a new revision of so yeah the skew is different the skw yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's a different model but it looks exactly the same Uh, so yeah i had never yeah i I had heard that as the reason but the official like nintendo putting the (laughs) kibosh on it yeah uh, and also that it was yeah i didn't know that until reading that either that it was meant to be a big part of uh donkey kong as well Mm. it's just interesting seeing though like seeing uh insights into development Mm. When they're not horrific and harrowing and like about a culture of uh, yeah, like right. aggression at a right. studio. Yeah. Uh, if only CD Projekt Red had like sent a, a Cyberpunk off to Sony before releasing it. Right. Well, Sony that was could exa- have been like, yeah. hey, this is going to cause irreparable damage to your reputation. Yeah. Our refund process is going to get totally fucked. Don't launch this and yet. That was literally one of the problems with that is that. That Sony was like, yeah, okay, we'll just let you put it out. We trust you. Yep. And it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Um, they did implement that stop and swap stuff, I think, into like those Xbox Live versions of Banjo that okay, they released right. in the future. That's cool. Or How? in the past from here. Just uh, like they, literal save files. I think it was just save files because yeah. it's on the 360. Close, so, yeah. 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 I think they're in there. I never played those versions. But, but I, I do, yeah. That's the case. I, I kind of do like it more as like a sort of. Just a weird little relic of the time when they had hyped it in in the original version of the game mm. th- that it was going to be in the sequel. They couldn't do it, so now it's just this weird relic mm. that's just in there, hyping up a feature that never ended up existing. Yeah. I kind of yeah. love that kind of stuff. You know, back in the day, they can't patch it out. They can't yeah, like, work yeah. out a way to like, you know, make it work. It's just like, yep, this is just this weird thing that sort of makes no sense mm. now if you go back and play it. It's it it is like. It's interesting back then when you didn't have the news to tell you what. Like when you'd get really excited about something, see a lot of potential in a game or a studio, for example, Mm -hmm. and then it would all be kind of uh, destroyed and and taken away and uh, what you thought they might do in the future wouldn't happen anymore. Yeah, become null and void. Right, exactly. That uh, Anyway... Completely separately, Vicarious Visions has been um, sucked into Activision and Mm -hmm. Blizzard as a, a separate studio, so they were the company... That made those Tony Hawk remasters. They did the Crash Bandicoot remasters, yep. and they don't exist anymore. Effectively, yeah, yep. damn, which fucking sucks. They're yeah. working now apparently on the Diablo two remaster. Someone remake. is apparently, mm. but I think it that's a different studio inside Blizzard. Even that's doing that, right? But maybe they're supporting them. It totally, now. maybe those that staff has just been added to that team or something. Yeah, so it might not matter, but um. It's because those Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remasters were great. They were yep. awesome, yeah. And I wanted to see uh, DLC for 3 and stuff. I think yes. a lot of people did, but yep. oh well. Probably won't happen. No. no. <sighs> That's but, business, baby. Yeah. Mm. There is also uh, there's a, a new... There's going to be a James Bond game. Oh, yes. What? Talk mm. about an uh, old property that needs to be remastered Wait, 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 wait. A game, a video game yeah. about the ultimate spy James Bond. Yep. Mm. This is a great idea. Yeah. Yep. Why hasn't anyone done this before? Like, I don't know. Uh, no one, I just, people are too stupid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of dum-dums in the gaming industry. Yeah, um, IO Interactive, who made Hitman... All the Hitman games. All the Hitman games. Yeah. There's been shitty Bond games since Goldeneye, but... There's been a couple of good ones, I think, as well. Good as in good, not as in great. I think the hard thing Mm. with with Bond is like Goldeneye, you know, one one of the most like popular games of all time. So any new Bond thing that comes along, 
mm. kind of has to live up to that, I think, mm-hmm. in people's heads. was yeah. the problem for a long time. Yeah, yeah, which, and that game, like, the quality that it was at the time, it now kind of no longer is yeah. in that mm. way. Like, it's aged quite poorly. And Absolutely. I think that you can still go back to it as, like, a relic of the time, but you need to have that muscle in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Well, mm. first-person shooters just controlled so differently right. would be the big thing, I think. And just ran like shit and yeah. that sort of stuff. Um. So, yeah, definitely nothing's lived up to what that is as a part of history, I guess. Yeah, mm. yeah. But there was one, there were like a couple of PS2 ones that were sort of fun, mm. that were like third-person shooters and stuff. They did that like remake of GoldenEye at one point, remember that? Yeah, with mm. Daniel Craig in it. Yeah. Right, yeah, that's right, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. Uh, it should be like it. It should be one of the easiest things in the world to make a good Bond yeah. game. Yeah. It's a property where like if you as a developer, if you fuck it, your license to make video games should be revoked. Your yes. license to what? <laughs> yeah, I'm annoyed I was saying yes instead of saying <laughs> exactly what Adam said. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you'd need to be a developer with like a great track record of making sort of stealth games that use a lot of human intellect as well to make you feel like you're a spy. Mm. Um, some creative assassinations probably. Um, guy in a suit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ball um. So, th- so th- dodgy VR mode. Uh. <laughs> so this is going to be. Is this basically going to be a Hitman game? Are they doing that kind of thing? You would assume it would basically be Hitman to with that. a James Bond skin. I yeah. mean, that would be fucking good. Yes. I reckon. The yeah. only things I guess that Bond is known for that Hitman isn't is like action scenes right? right like driving and i mean a lot of you know like sleuthing and stuff as as well as the assassinations but it's like set pieces set pieces yeah mm. that's yeah. true you don't really get them out of hitman games well the hitman no. games are just maps right so maybe this is like maps but then with some like in between stuff mm. bridging the maps so mm-hmm. maybe you have a car chase or whatever yeah in the mix as well yeah yeah. I reckon they'd be up to that though, because uh, like, yes. I guess should we just talk about Hitman Three now? Yep. Yeah, we've all yeah. been playing it. Came out last week. Mm-hmm. It's um, fucking good. I it's, yeah. f- this is my first time with one of the Hitman games. Oh, I remember great, you guys right? talking about it. Uh, the the this little trilogy of mm. them when the first ones came out and they were episodic and always thinking it sounded cool, sounded cool, but just never quite getting around to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fucking love this game. And I've so I've gone through all the maps once, right? And I've now uh, gone all the back, maps of three. All the maps of three, and I've now gone back and uh, yeah, downloaded uh, one, which is a really cool feature that this has, where you can natively play the other two just from within mm. Hitman Three. They just come up in the same menu. Here's the story. Uh, it's it's such a cool feature. Mm. Yeah, it's so nice and. Just neat, and I'd love to see more things do this where you just have access to the original shit if you just want it all from right. within the same menu. It's sort of a double-edged sword for this game because you and I both played 1 and 2. Yes. Um, which were both great. Yeah, yeah, I played them, I think, on the PS4. I played them on the PC and ended <laughs> up getting 1 and 2 on the PS4 to ah. put into 3, and I think you've done the other th- way yep, round yep. on the PC with 3. <laughs> and the piece, the, the my way is the worst way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Between uh, two and three, they've changed, I think, publisher or something. Or they just, they signed a deal with Epic. Right. Yeah. So it's exclusively being sold through the Epic store. Uh, Tommy's gone in on another Mario candy. <laughs> he did it so quickly as well, but you he got him. Stuck it in. He went like a like a chameleon zapping up a fly. I've been thinking about it too. They're just sitting there. <laughs> it's infuriating me. Out on the table. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so if you had uh, the game on Steam, which I think I maybe have one on Steam, right? But I played them and owned them on on PS4 mainly. So right. I have no progress on on PC up until three. Uh-huh. But if you did, there's this weird issue at the moment where it doesn't automatically happen. Maybe they've set it up for Hitman One, but not Two yet. There's some I think weird thing. Hitman One got re- was one of the free games on Epic. At one right, point, so I that believe. deal has already been worked out and that's yeah. why it can be incorporated. But I don't but think 2 is. 2 is not even on there right now. Yeah. And you can get like an IO interactive account. Yes. And I think that is some way you're able to drag it in. You can okay. talk to your Steam account, but I feel like it still says like this might not be set up yet. Because on the PS3, if you want to have all three in there, if you've already own one and two it mm. just has a little thing in the menu where it's like activate this in three and it's so easy yeah right. and it's really cool and it downloads it it doesn't make the file size too big mm. or yeah. anything either it's man not- i did it last night and i thought oh, i'm gonna have to like leave this going overnight and it within like five minutes they're yeah. all just there mm. and yeah because of the way this game is laid out it's almost like you know Having a having a racing game, having like a Mario Kart where mm. you can turn on eight and then every track they've ever made is just in there, yes. right. in the one menu for you to fuck around with. So here's the reason I say it's a double-edged sword that they do that because Hitman 1, which we probably reviewed on this back in like 2016 when yeah. it came out, yeah. uh, it's a really good uh, stealth puzzle game basically where you have lots of different ways to tackle these maps where you've got to assassinate people mm. as a Hitman. That was the case for Hitman 1 and Hitman 3 is the same game. Right. As was Hitman 2. Mm. And so if you've gone through all three, there's like some level of been there, done that-ness yep. for mm-hmm. it. Yep. Which it's great that you can have them all in the one engine and like there are kind of upgrades and updates to one and two, especially if you're on a PS5 or whatever. But it does feel slightly samey to those first two. Right. Even though it's still great. Yeah. Does that make mm. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is like a racing game. Yeah. It's just right. adding... You know, every new Mario Kart that comes on, there's little tweaks here and there, but it's like different aesthetics and seeing how they kind of like push the creativity of the actual courses that you're in. Yeah. So I imagine it's kind of the same thing of like... Yes, uh, sure. Yeah, and so if going through the six maps that are in this uh, once and finishing them off Yeah. Um, and then going back through all the other ones that are available and going like, oh, cool, there's one in New Zealand mm, and there's one mm, in Thailand and there's mm. one in Japan. Like yeah. just really excited to see all these like different uh locales so yeah because the other thing is like i kind of knew what this game was from you guys telling me about it on this but i've since spoken to a few people and said oh you're playing hitman 3 and they're like no and they didn't really know what it was Mm. this is the weird thing i think a lot of people don't like just kind of assume based on looking at it that it's like a gta clone or whatever Mm. but but telling people i had this with multiple people who haven't played it before like no you get a map and you've got a target (laughs) and then you've got like a you know, you it'll it's not super hard to do it the first time through. Mm. You get kind of guided, but then the fun is poking around every little nook and mm. cranny and and seeing all the different ways that you can tackle this. Right. And everyone I've spoken to has gone, fuck, I didn't know that that's what it was. That sounds awesome. I right. guess that makes sense because you would describe each level as a mini sandbox. Yeah. Because mm. uh, you're you're completely free to fuck inside that uh, to fuck around inside <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> inside that level uh, with fucking a sandbox you get banned from the school there's <laughs> not there's not what you want to be doing <laughs> that's pretty light punishment getting banned from the school don't come back you pedophile <laughs> shaking their fist at and you. stay out <laughs> um, the yeah there's so many different little tools and uh, all these different 
quite quite different, like uh, unique ways to tackle each yeah, map. Yeah, yeah, built in too. Like these are built in right. challenges that you can tick off as you go. After you complete a, a mission for the first time, yeah, you get shown this like checkerboard of potential fun things that you could have done and then yeah. it goes like hey you did four of them yeah out of so 100 be, or whatever or 70 you know it'll be like, like sneak into the building disguised as a cop hmm. kill the person with an explosion etc etc and yeah. then also within each map there are little mission stories hmm. that will kind of guide you through sort of like yeah a story based way of um of taking out the target mm. and you kind right. of have to stumble across them, right? You, yeah. you sort yeah. of have to, you get like, you come across them naturally. It mm. shows you kind of uh, a description, a vague description of what they are mm. like before you go into the level. So it's like um, hack one, this is the hacking one or right. whatever. So it gives you a guide of if you want to try and find it, what you might be looking for. Yep. And then it'll give you more kind of, traditional like there'll be little light globes that will show you where to go next to yep. just sort of follow that path yeah which is very like gta open worldy kind of like. right mm. yeah. and there's like three of them i think for each different map there's a few different kind of story-based ones you can do and then though the the fun of it is in getting the, all that stuff done and then going back into the level and trying to find the weirdest ways and like do all these challenges it can be really fucking difficult yeah, yeah. Because, like, it, it is good as a stealth game. Oh, yes. Just, it, like, with that kind of puzzly aspect on top of it, it's really cool. But yeah. just the stealth aspect of it and, like, the even the shooting and the action part of it is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Well, I don't know if, if you guys had this, but, like, any kind of game like this that's about, like, a, a sort of, like, a niche sort of thing that is a real world thing mm. playing it for like half an hour and doing the tutorial and you know it's the tutorial so it's like you get your head around it you feel like you're doing quite well at it literally within half an hour of playing it convince myself yeah i reckon i could do this in real life yeah <laughs> I, I could be an assassin i yeah. reckon i know how i know how it all works you just got to put on a janitor's uniform and walk wherever you want <laughs> yeah and the second you try to you put on a janitor's, yep. janitor's uniform it wouldn't fit you at all you'd be tripping <laughs> yes. over the pants yes. and someone would go what are you doing here i don't recognize you and you go uh, uh, um my name Name's 47. <laughs> you trip over, drop the gun, fart. and then Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pants had fallen around your ankles because you didn't think to take the guy's belt before you jammed him inside oh, a cupboard man. and you're sweating. Yes. <laughs> Blood all over yeah, you. Yeah, take you 45 minutes to move a man uh, into yeah. a cupboard. Yeah. You, you, the, the bending over and farting thing, Leslie Nielsen DLC oh, for Hitman yes. would be absolutely <laughs> sick. <laughs> that is actually a sick idea. Yeah. So And yeah, with all three in there, there's so much fucking stuff to do. If you're in your position where you're coming to these for the first time yeah ideal because you've got 18 i think main levels now six per game yeah and i think there's, it, like, there's I some think extra a couple ones of them have extra ones mm. yeah and and like i said just going through it's like even and even just game to game within the one within the single game itself mm. there's mm -hmm. so much variation so the first level of this one you're in dubai in that uh what's it called the like the, the Burj world's Khalifa? biggest uh building is it, yeah is it actually that one or is it like a a lookalike. It might something. be a fictional big tower. I think it is. Because it's a pretty one. fucking big in this <laughs> yep. game. It is yeah. real. It is above the clouds by a fair distance <laughs> big. Yeah. And then the second level is a probably the most creative one in the game, I think. A British manner. Oh, that one, Where yeah. you disguise yourself as a private investigator who has to solve a murder. Mm. And so you go around and you basically do this little detective mystery thing in yeah. the middle of it where you interview people and you look for clues and you need to kind of have reached a in order to get to the uh the the, the person the, in order to get to your target yeah. you can't see them until you can present a hypothesis about who committed this murder um, mm. where do you do it where do you do it 
what? Where where did you say you do it? A, a, like a manor? A... Where do you do it? <laughs> what did you, where did you say it was that you did oh, it's it? It's a country. No. <laughs> In which building did you say you did it? I don't remember what he oh, said. Yes, you do. Please help me out here. You know, like a in a British manner. Where do you do it? There you go. That's all I wanted to fucking do. For God's sake, why was that like pulling I fucking teeth? I was in teeth trouble. Out? I thought I'd said no. something wrong. No, no. I was going to say, where do you do it in a British manner? Where do you do it? Yeah, that's good. All. pretty good. Oh, yeah, for yeah, fuck's yeah. sake, you I'm exhausted. Just, you should have just said it yourself. I couldn't. <laughs> Why not? Like you can't go who's on first. I don't know. And look left and right. It doesn't work on a podcast. <laughs> if you know that the alternative is going to frustrate you so yeah, much, you yeah. should just do it that way. If, if you're Give actually, me one of these candies. <laughs> I'm exhausted. If you're playing a baseball game and you want to start doing who's on first, you have to clue everyone in. <laughs> but I did. Like, uh, J- James is on first. No, say. <laughs> What's up, dog? <laughs> Wait, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> See, now this is, you know, you've tried to do stealth there and it hasn't yeah. gone very no, well. No, this is a bit yes. where someone's seen enough, whipped the gun out and seen, oh, maybe I can still pull this off. <laughs> I yeah. have done that accidentally a couple of times. Like, yeah, yeah pull the gun out and then everyone around you go. So, yeah, you, you ba- uh, the, the main part of it is... Um, There'll be areas that you can't get into, so you find someone who would have access. Mm. You get them away from the crowd by, it, yeah, it's like very good AI and it's, it's very AI, like clever yeah. and realistic. But then it does have these. It it almost feels there's two things about it that feel kind of um, almost a bit like Japanese in its design. First of right. all, at the start of the game, it says this is the conclusion of the. World of Assassination Trilogy, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is the dumbest name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the main way that you are distracting people in order to subdue them and take their disguise is by throwing coins mm. and then going, I have to go and see yeah. what that clinking on the ground was all about. None of these guards get paid well enough. <laughs> the, the second a coin is Not on the ground, guards. they're like, oh, finally. Yeah, yeah. Not all even guards. It, literally everyone. Yeah, yeah. Anybody there. Yeah. The head of a research department. <laughs> uh, like... <laughs> The third Penny? richest shake in Dubai. Yes. Is, yeah. yeah. And the I like that part of it, though, that Same. it's so goofy and so fun. And That's what I mean. It's that very time. kind of like Metal Gear, kind of like right, goofy yes, totally. Japanese, yeah, yes. like seriousness, but then also just like quite cartoony at the same time. 100%. It's a yeah. great part of it. And it's weird that like inside of the levels, I think you mentioned this point, Ben, I mm-hmm. think it's really good that... Inside of the levels, there's these fun little stories that are happening. Everyone's having these good, well-written conversations that you're overhearing that might give you a clue or just be a bit of flavor that's fun. Mm -hmm. You'll hear people on a cigarette break bitching about someone. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then the overarching story, the world of assassination story, (laughs) is kind of shit. I don't understand it, right? Like the the Manor House thing is... So fun. It's so inventive, simple, but then implemented really well. Yeah, little like, Pluto thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a guard like chatting up a maid and then it's like, oh, well, how can I use this within this like really well-built story and right. level? And you usually can. And you Exactly, yeah. exactly right. And it responds the way that it would in real life, quote unquote, you know, like mm. in the way that Tommy thinks he's an assassin in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's an, there's an internal logic to the game that's yes, consistent. 100%. So even though things aren't working as they do in real life in that like if you're stalking a target... You can you follow them around and then you realize that they 
they are on a loop. They yeah. literally are just doing a lap of the map, So, right. which, which isn't what someone would do in real life, but it's consistent to the reality of what this scenario is. It's like mm, they're right. doing their little rounds of this. It's mm. all very video gamey, but it's like perfectly set rules video game. Yes. Where, and, yes. and where logic goes out the window... Like uh, a hapless guard who didn't see you coming is the overarching story because it's like, it's not just poorly done. It's poorly like thought out. It's it, it doesn't need to exist at all. It's so confusing. It's 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 like the Assassin's Creed one from back in the day of like sure. unnecessary and bland, right? As opposed to like the gameplay mechanics, which are fun and inventive. I can never keep track of who's what. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's so yeah. stupid. But I have to say, <laughs> so stupid. I kind of don't mind it in the sense that like when you're in the levels, there's so much like kind of like downtime and mm. sneaking around, and it is all very like. Quiet and like pretty low key. I mean, you can just you can go in there and just light up the place mm. if you want to, but yeah, generally, you, you know, you're not gonna unless you're like mad at the shooting. Mm. You you know, you're not gonna have much success that way. You're so you're probably is, gonna die if people start shooting. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. it's yeah. quite hard to. Recover. It is very like restrained once you're mm-hmm. in the levels that I kind of don't mind that like because the overarching story really all you see of it is just like a cutscene between the map mm. that is just bombastic and stupid and, and makes no sense. I kind of don't mind that sort of like... But my problem is that it's not bombastic enough, I think. It's right. kind yes. of bland. Like you think... Like, uh, yeah, I think it's Because it's doing bland. the Metal Gear thing in the gameplay, if they'd have ramped the story up to be a Metal Gear thing where it's like crazy cutscenes as well mm. in between because they're like completely optional, they're literally different options in the menu. Yes. They're broken yes. out into separate squares, yeah. Yeah. which is a strange presentation for it as well, which might hinder it a bit. Because you're coming back to this menu every time. I hate the menu. That's the only thing yeah. apart from, like, uh, technically I hate it. Um, I don't like the story stuff, but the interface is fucked. And It's I, not very well laid out. You it's, open it yeah. and it's like, every time you play the game, you're probably going to click one of two things. You're going to click next level or load game, or you're going to click quit. Like, that's what I use the menu for. And there is, like, <laughs> 70 things on screen, all laid out like a fucking weird, like... It's, it's like a flight simulator or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very busy, especially if you're playing it for the first time. It's like, so which mm. menu am I sort of meant to be doing? And the fact right. that you can scroll through all the levels mm-hmm. from the get-go, you can do the final map first if you want. It tells yes. you hey, we recommend not doing this. But it, it, yeah, I agree that it's kind of strange. I like it aesthetically and everything. And mm. then I guess it, but it really is set up for like assuming that you know all the ins and outs and you and you want yeah. to be like doing right. all the challenges. Your exactly. first playthrough yeah, yeah. of this is the least focused on part of the way they presented the game. Yes. Yeah. The fact that it has to be online is yeah. kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it assumes it's- that you just... It, it it'll like if you lose internet halfway through a level, it'll pause and say, "Hey, we got to reconnect." Yeah, yeah, that happened to me once, and it was very annoying. Yeah. I think it's yeah, like you don't have to be online because you can do yes. it offline, but it's like, yeah. hey, your progress won't be tracked or anything. You'll be stuck in offline mode. Yeah, yeah, you yeah cannot which is a shame. Yeah. I think it's partially a piracy measure. Uh, and it is part of how it was like an episodic thing was the yes, plan. Yes, And I guess because there's like leaderboards and shit, right, for uh, yeah. Complete, yeah. completing all of the weird co- uh, collection. And they have live events and things yeah. like that yeah. Um, yeah. from time to time. But the, that's just an annoying aspect of modern games in general, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah. The other thing about the story in this one, and like you can easily start from this one. If you're listening and you've yeah. never played one of these games before. They do a recap at the start and it'll tell like. And it doesn't you, matter. It, no. It's, no, it's so yeah. stupid anyway. And that you are just. Exactly. You watch that map. and you think that like, oh, I've, I'm missing details here. And like, nah. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. You're in a map and that's 
what matters. And yeah, it's it's it, it's good to hear that even people that have played all three of them don't know what's <laughs> going on in the story. Kind of the shame of it, even though it doesn't, you know, whatever, it doesn't bother me too much. But mm. going back to number one and at the start of that one, it's just like, here's the mission. We're going here. Here's a target. Right. And then by the time it gets into three, the targets are very like self-referential back into yes. this yes. big story of like, oh, we're taking out the leaders of this thing. And it's like, okay, whatever. This is just a bad dude who I have to kill. But mm. I kind of like the simplicity of one of like, here's this guy. He's a cyber terrorist. He's hosting this fashion event at his mansion. Mm. Take him out. It's not like yeah. this like sucking its own dick thing of yeah. like feeding back into the overall story that you don't really care about. So it's, it the, kind of loses a bit of that charm. I'm killing, like, killing the target by making them suck their own dick <laughs> is one of the best <laughs> challenges. Though. You've got to poison their dick early <laughs> early in the map. Yeah. And when they come back around to the point of the loop where they suck their own dick. Yeah. 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 When, you, when you go to them initially, you can't do it. It says missing dick poison. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, okay, i got to find the dick poison. So you've yeah. got to put a you've DVD. You've got to suck it out of someone else's dick <laughs> who got bitten by a snake. You've got to put on a, you've got to put on a documentary in the DVD DVD player about um, Prince or Marilyn Manson, right? Yes. And then you've got to disguise yourself as a doctor who convinces them to get their ribs removed, yeah, 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 and yeah. then you get the dick poison that you've sucked out right. of someone else, and then yeah. you can put it into the dick. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But I agree completely. I played it last night, and I'm struggling to remember any of the names of the big assassination corporation. Or the main, du- the constant is the main dude. Yeah, yep. I think is it Providence. Providence, yep. but and then there's another name for them, the Parliament or something. The, that that you know, oh, like those early yeah. guys are from the whatever. Yes, I, who, who I gives know the, the Court of Owls. His handler is called Diana Burnwood. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is an awful name. What do you do with wood? You burn it. Cool, that's a fucking name. I, I bet there's a real person called Diana Burnwood though. I bet Burnwood is a real name. Burnwood. Yeah. I reckon there'd yeah, be probably. Burnwoods out there. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna look up. Whether there's Burnwoods, but anyway, th- these these quibbles are so minor. They they really don't. Once yeah. you're in the levels, because you're right, the, the in level writing and the, mm. and the dialogue and and you- the presentation of like the stories within the levels is really cool. It's subtle, yeah. and really elegant. I love. Mo- like that's the thing about the visual design. I like most of it outside of the menu, the text, the whites, yep. like, you know, borders and stuff. It's very clean and it's very clear, which you need in this kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the and the yeah the the game the. The levels look fantastic. Yes. It, this is a beautiful looking game. Especially yeah. on the PS5, which is mm-hmm. uh, running at like a real solid frame rate. Yeah. Uh, very high resolution. It looks fucking great. It's basically the PS4 version of the game, but up resed and stuff. It's yeah. It's its own right. unique one. Um, but yeah, it looks fucking awesome. It, on yeah, on PC, because like, I guess recently I played Cyberpunk, which looks great. Um but has you know some issues not rela- like dis- like not relating to bugs and glitches, just right, right. other presentational issues. This because it is these closed sandbox right. levels, it's like flawless. It's yeah. incredible. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Cyberpunk because there's a level in this that is uh, set in I can't remember the city, but it's somewhere in China. It's Chongqing, I think. Right. Yeah. And it's uh it's at night. Henry the Eighth was a Chunk King. <laughs> 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 Very nice. See, you just said it. You didn't have to get him to repeat the thing. You just wheel it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't an interactive one. <laughs> I did the right thing before. I did what I had to do. 
<laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's it's like neon lights yep. and it's raining and it looks stunning. It mm. looks so good. And I was thinking like, yeah, this is what I wanted Cyberpunk to look like. This mm. controlled area where it's uh, – where yeah, it is that effect that looks so good when it's done well that like, yeah, I personally, you know, didn't play enough of Cyberpunk to come across. But, mm. but you're absolutely right. Like those just going – these are contained areas that have been able to like completely yep. polish up all of it and mm. – they yeah. said that there's an update coming for the PS5 and Series X versions that'll bring ray tracing in and stuff as oh, well. Wow. So Ooh, it's going to get even better. Mm. So yeah, I have found a couple of little, you know, tiny glitchy things of like handing someone a glass of wine and then the glass disappears and a couple right. of things where... The music was cutting out for me in a couple yes. of levels. Right. Yeah. People I, talk over each other a bit, yeah. like the a dialogue. Imagine people talking. <laughs> 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 imagine people talking. Well, I've heard people talk over themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, it's set in a what? <laughs> <laughs> I had... It crashed for me twice right. in in the China level and it was like after I'd done a bunch of objectives and was on the way to the next target and I was like back out in the rain and there was neon lights and I was in- entering a new area and it just fucking crashed. Mm. And maybe it's because I'd been playing it like all day or, you know, I'd been playing <laughs> through from the start of the game to that point. Yeah, I had the heater on just above <laughs> it, full blast. It was, it, was a, it was, I think, that 30, 41 degrees yeah. on Monday or something that um, was... Or it was it was like thirty degrees, so it was like I don't know. My office might have been heating up or whatever. Could be. And I did leave it for a couple hours and come back, and it was fine. So it may literally have been yeah. my computer. I got store too all hot. my towels on top of my computer as well. <laughs> <laughs> the eggs fried though, that was good. Uh, but yeah, had all a- the James Bond movies playing simultaneously <laughs> on different media players in the background. Is that? Do you think that would have contributed? <laughs> uh, so yeah, a couple of crashes. I don't know. Like I said, that, maybe it's my fault, or maybe it is because I had all the settings at high and, and PC shit is just sometimes that happens with PCs. Yeah. A couple yeah. of crashes you said. Mm. Vicarious Visions alive and well <laughs> over there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You repeat <laughs> it. No, but I could You tell them you tell them what they said. No, but I couldn't do that because yeah. if I had a couple gone of crashes, eh? in a British manner and you'd have said yes, then I couldn't repeat in a British manner in a British manner. You could have gone, all right then. Oh, nah, it wouldn't have been as good. Uh, nah, if it as had good gone, as what happened or as good as it, how you imagined it If it had it gone happening. perfectly, yes. originally. It would have been perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um, the performance on PS5 is good. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. Other Although, than those couple of little bits. I will say someone mentioned this in our uh, Facebook group and mm. I've been having the same issue. It like The default is that the brightness is up oh. so high and it looks kind of washed out and there is no option in the menu to to bring that down, especially in the manner where it's meant to be kind of a bit dark. Right. It's in the what? In um the in the area that looks really dark in Fuck the game. You. In the internal menu in the game. Fuck yeah. you. In a British manner, Tommy. <laughs> Say that again, but in a British way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> In a matter where it's in a, meant to be a bit darker, to go and where and what I get. You know, was it? Was it? it um, I saw someone suggest it might have been a, t- a specific issue with the TV. Samsung's, yeah. yeah. HDR I, stuff with the PS5 can be a little weird, right? Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, look, I don't really. It, it is just weird. like a lot of games now they do have a brightness slider, yeah. and this doesn't. And it just it's that thing where stuff that's meant to be like you know pitch black mm. is just like a bit. Grey and washed out, and I even even going into the HDR and changing those settings, right? And maybe that's a thing that they'll patch eventually. Yeah, cause I haven't. The, we've yeah. got yeah. very similar TVs. I think I have a slightly different model to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I haven't noticed that. So it, right. I was going to suggest it could be your TV settings because I've I've noticed that before. 
trying to tune it to a certain game right? Uh, and like the game being the issue. And then after that being like, why are all the blacks in this movie I'm watching like beige? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I can see the pixels and it's like, oh, I turned the brightness off way too fucking high. You can go to artings.com and spend ages doing fucking annoying settings, but it does make your TV look nicer. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know whether or not that's in the game, but it's interesting that it's happening for multiple people. Mm, yeah, true. The yeah. same thing. So, um, well, it's just also interesting that the game doesn't have an option for like most yeah. games now have some way for you doing that. In because I have done that on my, I, I noticed the same thing mm. with a movie I was watching. And I'm like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to change my settings on my TV. So I've already right. got the brightness down mm. a fair bit from what it was, and this bit in the default looked washed out. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's. It's a great game. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. It's it's so fun. It's so rewarding. Um, it's massively like replayable. There's so much to do in it. Even though it's like it is a single player game mm-hmm. with six levels. Yeah, you'd think that that would be you know the classic sort of oh it's over in eight hours whatever type of thing. It was over you in c- four hours for me. Right, which you I can was yeah. zip through the first time. Yeah, and I guess I'll replay it, but I have. I have the Dasilo syndrome of hitting the credits of a game and not really yeah. wanting to go back to it. Sure. Uh, despite enjoying it and knowing it's replayable, right. what I will do is install one and two and probably replay those. Yeah. I've probably forgotten everything about them by this point. That's what I'm doing already. Yeah. yeah I start. I did the first the fashion show level of number yeah, one yeah. last night. So and yeah, honestly, to reiterate, like anyone, if you're listening and you kind of think like, oh, I don't know, I give this one a miss because I've never played one or two. I think having not played one or two yet is is kind of the best position for this one. Yeah. Yep. Get get three, do the levels of this, don't worry about the story, it doesn't matter anyway, and mm. then you've got it all there natively in the menu. Like you've got to pay for it, but like you yeah. then can like go back through all the maps. Like if this is your entry point, this is yep. like a great entry point. I believe one and two regularly go on sale as mm. well. So if you maybe see a point where one and two and potentially three are all on sale, yeah. I don't think it's that uh much of a risk to just snap them all up. Yeah. One yeah. was 40 bucks when I went in on it last night. Right. And I think two is like 100 at the moment. But Right. Because yeah. I, yeah. I think I got them for like 15 and 25 or something because they're right. on a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, it, they're, they're all very, very good games. The progression of the levels, I will say, disregard the story, the progression of the levels in three is fantastic and I really enjoyed the last one. It's the closest to an action set piece that... Was sure. probably ever got in this franchise. I liked it too. Little seems to have a little less replay ability, probably than the other ones because it's very it's very linear. It's very linear, yes. But yeah. a fun ending, yeah. And yeah. I think they're pretty much done with it. I don't know how much new content is going to come out for this, like it did for the other two, right? Because of their next project, they're doing Bond. Yeah. They'll do the ray tracing update and whatever. Maybe some of the like uh, little assassination missions that would come up in the same maps. Yeah, because like in number stuff. one, in like. The first year of that being out, there was one where you assassinated Gary Busey, and like there were just all mm. these weird things that they yeah, put cool. in for like a week or two that what I don't know called? if you can access anymore. There the, was a name. There was a name, yeah. I can't remember. Fucking E. <laughs> it might have started with an E. It started with an E, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. can't if it tell started you. with an E, I'm smart. You know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh, it started and had several E. Uh, Hitman 3, we all think it's great. Yes. Everyone get it if you like. Stealth or puzzles or uh, games. Yep, yep. Uh, several E's, <laughs> yeah. a couple of O's, and a couple of R's during the Resident Evil 8 demo that's on PS5 now that we've also yes. all played. Yes. Yep. It's pretty short. 
It's it real is, short. It, it is. is five called, minutes long. Yeah, it's called yeah. Maiden. Yeah. yeah. And they refer to it as a visual showcase. So it's got right. kind of a different it's it's sort of it's it's hard to tell whether I don't really think you're you're necessarily playing a segment of the game. No, I would I would have assumed absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's Maybe. weird. Because the, there was a Resident Evil 7 demo that was similar in scope to mm. this. Maybe that one was a little bit longer. And there is another 8 demo that's coming down the line for right. every console and thing. Right, But yes. this is just PS5 right now. And it is a very, very short slice that doesn't have much in the way of like... Yeah, you couldn't see where it would make sense to have it fit in mm. in the overall game, I guess. Mm. Yeah, what it shows you is that it it's scary as hell. It's f- It's fucked. I didn't find it as scary as I was expecting no, to. No, I, I didn't find it scary. There's a there's a bit where... It y- depends on the circumstances you're playing yeah, it yeah. into. And I, I just found the, the beginning bit where you're in the dungeon. Yeah, I found Very, that. very creepy. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was and creepy. And then coming back out of a room and there's the little witch kind of like... It just genuinely surprised me that she was there. Just right? walking and she around. she starts talking to you. That I found that pretty creepy. Mm. Yeah. But really all the... the, the Really, the only thing it shows you is like, yeah, the environments look fantastic. Yes. Um, it's going to be a beautiful looking game. And it's just, it's got the classic like, yeah, this door needs a thing in it. You Put the eye to, in the statue. Yeah, and it go goes. to this drawer, you get a ring, but then you examine the ring, you pull the gem, you know, yeah. just that kind of, um, that classic Resident Evil yeah. uh, flavor that's in there. Uh, no, uh, or a little spoiler for this 20 minute demo. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled, skip forward a minute. Uh, no combat. At yeah. all. It's just exploration and running away. Yeah, I think that was the same with the 7 demo too. Right, um, right. Because that one just had you do a little bit in that first house that you go into at the start of 7. Did either of you play 7? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. 7's great and this I'm, plays exactly yeah. the same I as 7. I might play 7, yeah. I'm going to try and fit it in before. This, this is out in like May, so yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and this is the same character who you play as in 7, okay. Ethan. right. Someone. Ethan Winters or something? Yeah, that it? sounds right. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how he's gotten himself in another bloody scrape. <laughs> but oh, I I love the setting. Yeah. It, the, the the sort of gothic witch folklore thing yep. completely works for me. Yeah, yep. yeah. They've, they, you find a cup that's got little bits of blood in it. Oh, man. And it looks real. That's the, the, it is a visual showcase because yeah. it looks almost photorealistic. It's, it's crazy looking. Uh, Except for the character design, I guess. They're they're very done up to be. I mean, the witch is so tall. Yeah. She's a big tall lady, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, that's pretty spooky. Yeah, imagine seeing a tall person. Yeah, you'd I, be like, "Fucking hell, what's the weather like up there?" <laughs> Every time I chuck the NBA on, I'm screaming ah! the whole time. <laughs> um, well, the WNBA, the W stands for witch. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's even scarier. Yep. Um, yeah, not heaps to say about it. If you've got a PS5, like, why not give it a go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I think April is the demo for every other system. Okay, right. I believe. And it's a different demo, not this one. It'll mm. be a different thing. Mm. Cool. Yeah, very excited for this game mm. now. Like, what? Well, and especially having just done uh, the, the two and three remakes mm. at mm. the start of last year quite recently, feel like I'm really, like, back in that zone. And even just, like, the yeah, the, the presentation, even though it's, First person and not third person. Right. The, just the mechanics of picking up the item and the way it like flashes up on the screen. It's like mm. all that stuff is the same as yeah. from those remakes and the whole thing of just because you found an item, you haven't necessarily found the bit of the item that you need. You need right. to turn it around yep. and open the latch. And Hearing shit moving around in a different room. Yeah. Mm. You pick up an item and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that there's that noise that it does from Wayne's World. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like uh, the tall witch is going to be like. Similar to uh, there was a guy, Jack, in the first one who would chase you around. Yep. 
for the whole sort of first section of that game. She might play that sort of a role mm-hmm. and then has seems to have like vampire daughters yeah. who can turn into little bats. Or like locusts or something. Something, yeah. They're small little things. They're not the size of bats. Sparrows, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I realised just then I have absolutely no desire to play any of the previous Resident Evil games again that have zombies in them. Right. I really do like the look of 7 as well. It's got that Texas Chainsaw Massacre sort of style yeah. and, and setting. But I'm really glad that 8 is not zombies from what we can tell. I mean right. that they and everything else has done it to death. Yep. It's it's yeah. really cool that they done it to undeath. Well, and seven had the thing where like it wasn't zombies, but they tied it into that same virus, right? And I think eight is probably going to be a similar thing, sure. Because like those characters in seven were like sort of undying and could mm. cut off their limbs and shit. So you can imagine how the, uh, this thing could turn you into a vampire too. Absolutely. That's what I really liked about uh, two, two more so than three, is that it's yeah, it's got all the the survival stuff and the spooky and having to take out zombies but it's by and large a puzzle game right. and having to mm. work out like this yeah sort of similar to what we're saying about hitman it's like here's this map of yeah. this police station that you by the end of it you know inside and out mm. you find a you find a way into a new bit and then oh, i found this little key that i can use in this so yeah, I, st- I I think if you've got the time, I think you would like the two remake. Right. Just as a, yeah. it's really really satisfying, mm. just problem solving stuff. More so, and even I the mean, combat. yeah, mixed in with being chased around by this big lumbering right. psycho thing. But, but often, even the combat is is more about. It's not quite a puzzle, but decision making in the way of like, do I want to use this limited resource that I have right now? Right. And this bit, it's about picking your battles in mm. a strategic way, kind of. Mm-hmm. But then also gets kind of action-y sometimes. Mm. It's yeah. a good mix. I, and 8 looks like it's going in the right direction. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, especially on, yeah, the PS5. But um, I'm sure all of the versions will look good. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Looking forward to playing more video games. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. a pastime that I enjoy. Yeah, it's one of my favorite <laughs> hobbies. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we better wrap it up for another week here on Filthy Casuals. Check out filthycasuals.com.au. We've got the links to all our social stuff. We've got the Let's Plays that we're now putting up weekly on yeah. YouTube. If Heavy you rain. want, I yes. think we're putting them up quite strongly, to be honest. <laughs> I think they are, uh, they are a, a showcase. Say putting them up weekly again. <laughs> uh, we're, we're putting them up uh, once every seven days. All right, we'll put them up even more then, <laughs> shall we? See? How come you can do it between you two? And if I try and do it, that perfect example of comedy. Um, yes, check them out. If you want early access to them, get on the Patreon. Uh, you get a bonus episode of the show every week and you also get uh, yeah early access to the YouTube stuff that we're doing and heaps of other bonuses. And it's very appreciated by us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Helps uh, helps keep the lights on in here at Filth HQ. Mm, helpful. When you're playing playing bloody Resident Evil, huh? Oh mate, yes. keep the lights on for that one. It's <laughs> yes. a real get out the brown undies. <laughs> <laughs> all the uh, old magazines used to say. Yeah, check all that stuff out. Um, don't try and buy a ticket to the live show that we're doing <laughs> in Melbourne that we announced in between the this week's episode and last week's episode because it's mm. already sold out. So yeah. thanks to everyone who's bought a ticket for yeah. that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I really hope we get to see you then. Yes. We should. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's looking like it. Touch yeah. a bit of wood there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a show in the Comedy Festival, mm. so buy a ticket to that. That's me on too. sale now. You're doing one? I don't, yeah. Not I don't, on sale yet. No, and it's me and Pete and Luca who do our other podcast, Do Spooky. Mm. Yes. Uh, which you can go listen to if you want, three O's and an H. And uh, 
<laughs> but enough about the hosts. Uh, well, what? what that means. <laughs> uh, three, three of us are addicted to Oxycontin, and then there's another one who died because he was addicted to heroin. Uh, uh, it's like Auntie Donna. Same <laughs> 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 <It's> backstory. <laughs> uh, yeah, that really hot blonde dude who was in it, who yeah, went back yeah. to uni. My yeah. Twitter's been deleted, so you can't uh, go look at me on that. But um, we'll we'll post it, and we'll talk about them more coming up. That's yes. in yep, March. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time, as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. See you later, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> see, it doesn't work without the setup. <laughs> My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.